All right, welcome back to the Ohioan. I got my movie reviewer, Bob Garver. Uh, you can see him on publications across the country. He's here uh, back with us today. And Bob, how are you doing on a snowy Monday morning? Uh, it is uh, actually very nice here in New York. I'm jealous. Usually New York City gets socked a little bit more than other people, but we're getting socked here in Ohio, so I'm, I'm glad things are doing a little bit better for you. Um, you're telling me that there's a lot of interesting movies this week, but you said um, you you saw, you saw a, a pretty wide release movie with Judas and the Black Messiah. Tell me about this. I've read about it, but I want to hear what you think about the movie. Yeah, I thought I thought Judas and the Black Messiah was going to be a movie that would get. Um... You know, a very limited release. I thought it would maybe be on only like um, only like a dozen screens or so, but it got a wider release uh, than I thought it would. It's on over a thousand screens, playing all over the country. Um, and uh, to my understanding, the uh, nearest theater to me uh, had several showings of the movie sold out. Uh, so that makes it a uh, uh, quite popular film, even though it came in uh, second place at the weekend box office. Yeah, and one of those movies you can also check out on HBO Max too. So, yes, yeah. and it was it was actually it was actually the HBO Max version of the movie that I saw. Um, okay. Perhaps in the perhaps in a theater would have been an even more powerful experience, but it was uh, quite powerful on television. As a matter of fact, it was better than any film I saw in the year twenty twenty. Very interesting. Um, tell me a little bit about it. Like when I first heard about it. Well, I heard Jewish and Messiah. I'm like, does this have some biblical overtones? But it sounds like a little bit going back to the days of the Black Panther. What's the movie about? Well, uh, it's uh, told through the eyes of a uh, undercover agent, or not really an undercover agent, but a uh, man they used to infiltrate, a man the FBI uses to infiltrate the Black Panthers in the late 1960s. Okay. Um, yeah, this uh, guy serves as an informant. Lakeith Stanfield's character, William O'Neill, he serves as an informant uh, to the FBI uh, on the activities of Black Panther leader Fred Hampton, played by Daniel Kaluuya. And Daniel Kaluuya, I can virtually guarantee, is going to get a Best Supporting Actor Oscar nomination uh, for his okay. performance as, as uh, Fred Hampton. Uh, would not be surprised if he wins. Wow. Okay, good. Good. Um, do you think it told the story pretty well? Um, what, what do you think overall? It had pretty good ratings on IMDb. What, what do you think about overall how it went? I beg your pardon? I, overall, would you recommend it? Absolutely, yes. It's, it's yeah, I'd, I'd give it a very high rating. Uh, and, you know, I'd recommend it more than any film that I saw in the year 2020. Well, I know we're still early, so probably if if movies ended like in February fifteenth, no more movies came out. Is this your best movie you've seen so far? Right, this this will be yes. your best picture, right? Okay, good. Yes. Now, yeah. i I haven't seen I haven't seen a lot of movies uh, that went direct to specific streaming services. I haven't seen a lot of movies that went uh, direct to Netflix, direct to Amazon. Um, I mean, I did see Soul that went direct to Disney Plus, but that um, mm -hmm. this one's even better than that. Good. Good. Um, rated R, probably a pretty hard rated R. Yes, yes. There's some strong language. Uh, there is some violence. Yes, uh, some some very, but mostly some very strong language. 
interesting, you know, they say it's based on history. And I always kind of wonder, have from what you've heard, do you think it told the story well? Like, has it been panned for that? Or have they given the credit for how, how well it stuck to the actual story? Uh, well, I... Um... I know that both the uh, son of Fred Hampton and Fred Hampton's uh, and and the mother of uh, Fred Hampton Jr. Uh, served as consultants on the film, uh, so they oh, couldn't. Okay. I don't think they could strive uh, stray too far from the truth. Um, I believe Daniel Kaluuya is uh, quite a bit older than Fred Hampton. Fred Hampton. Uh, to my understanding, was 21, and uh, Daniel Kaluuya, I don't have his age in front of me, but uh, based on how long uh, I've seen him in playing an adult in movies, I, I don't think he's 21. I think he's quite a bit older than 21. Okay, very good. So, yeah, interesting film, and again, we've talked about this for the last couple of weeks. It's interesting to see how HBO Max changes it, because remember our mindset beforehand where if you wanted to see that new movie, especially a movie that's doing well, you know, you wait till it comes out in the theaters, you go see it in the theaters, and then maybe, you know, a couple months later, it either hits, you know, HBO, and then it might hit streaming later, or you wait for the DVD to come out. But it's just interesting to see how these movies are coming right out to HBO Max. So it just creates a different scenario for everybody. And don't get me wrong, I would, I would, even though I didn't practice this myself, I would recommend uh, going to a local theater if you can to see the movie. Right. Uh, if for if for no other reason than to support your local theater, who I'm sure could use your support right now. Yeah, definitely. Didn't work out, didn't work out for my schedule, uh, but if it works out for for yours or the viewers, uh, please do that. Please support your local theater uh, by, by seeing this film there. And and if you want to see a movie at your local theater and you can handle an R-rated movie, then this is an excellent choice. It's fascinating because a lot of people talk about the prices for these streaming services. After watching some of these higher new release movies and streaming services, do you think that justifies that HBO Max is a little bit more expensive than some of the other streaming services out there? Well, it costs less than it probably would to see a first-run movie in theaters, at least at right. New York prices. Right. Yeah, definitely, so, definitely. I mean, based on based on the little things alone, uh, I would, I, you know, it justified the cost of HBO Max for a month, and then you get all the other content. Yeah, and, and you raised a good point before, because you were talking about how this is going to change the theater industry in the future, and I, I'm with you. I, hopefully, people can continue to support local theaters, and hopefully, uh, they can make it worthwhile. Hopefully, local theaters don't get eaten up if this becomes a more common thing, um, you know, with the HBO Max thing. So, yeah, it should be good to see what happens there. Well, we got some time. Let's talk about the other movie you went to see, Music. What did you think about that? Uh, music, another film. Uh, I saw that um, I, I missed its one and only showing on Wednesday. Okay. Um, it played on IMAX screens for one night, and then uh, it went straight to uh, uh, straight to on demand uh, through cable. Uh, the film is written and directed by my favorite pop star Sia, and okay. often the movie will will stop for a dream or fantasy sequence that looks more or less like a Sia music video. Um, oh wow! And, okay, and those those sequences are delightful. Um, I was very disappointed to see that none of the songs in the movie are on the short list uh, for the um, Oscars Best Original Song category. None of the songs in the film, uh, including 
I think it's called either Higher or Together, uh, a song that's been very popular through the past year, uh, is is going to be eligible for the Oscar. Hmm. Okay. Um, but I would have I would have loved to see that nominated. I would have loved to see that win because I I just I am so excited to see uh, see a, a nominated for an Oscar. So this has been a good week of movies. I know you were disappointed about some of the movies that have come out in recent weeks, but uh, you know, Juice and the Black Messiah and this music. It sounds like they're both two home runs in your mind. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, definitely a home run. Uh, music, not not so much because um, outside of the fantasy sequences, uh, there is a uh, plot about uh, this uh, recovering drug addict played by Kate Hudson uh, gaining custody of her autistic sister and the autist, um, the movie's portrayal of autism has come under yeah. fire from from groups. Uh, who who say that it is not a positive uh, representation or maybe an accurate representation of people with autism, um, especially in scenes that <clears throat> depict her being physically restrained as a way of calming her down. Uh, apparently, apparently that is not how to uh, get an autistic person who is having a panic attack to to calm down. And they they say in the movie that it's not as hostile as it looks, but it's still not something that should be done in real life. Well, and I kind of wonder about this too. I mean, this is a story that was written, right? I mean, this wasn't a based on a true story, from my understanding. Uh, correct. Well, and the thing I guess I kind of confuse myself about is they're telling a story, and the story yes. doesn't have to be. I mean, it could portray a wrong way of handling somebody with autism. I mean, I've got two kids who are autistic, so I definitely feel the struggle here but you're telling a story i mean it's not like you're saying hey this is the right way of doing things i mean obviously over the years movies have shown tough times and mistakes are made i mean uh, i'm kind of questioning why this is such a debatable thought i mean has it always been this way where uh, people get mad when things aren't just shown just right in movies because you're telling a story right this isn't a endorsement of how to handle autistic kid um, it does, it, it, it portrays it as good advice when it's not, apparently. Oh, okay. 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 Very interesting. Um, so yeah, so you got, so you got ward sites uh, set with Sia and, and the guy from, um, Black Messiah too. So, okay. Very good. Sounds good. So overall, what, what's your grade for the movies? I forgot to ask you about that for Jesus and the Black Messiah. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, I could go as high as an A minus for Judas and the Black Whoa, Messiah. Wow! Yeah. Wow. And music? Music B minus. B minus. Okay. Yeah, because because it's it's pretty much, um, and it's pretty much a watch uh, between the the autism storyline and the fantasy sequences. Okay. Well, I, I'm encouraged. There there've been some weeks I talked to you and say, man. Well, horrible year for movies. It's not going good, but we're starting to get good. We're starting to get better ones coming out that you know I could be excited to go see. Well, what are you looking at for next week? Um, next week, I haven't uh, thought that far ahead. Uh, perhaps okay. Land, uh, which is at least a film that's getting a somewhat wide release, um, okay. and of course there are uh, 
you know, all those movies that are contending for the Golden Globes. Uh, I have yet to review uh, The Trial of the Chicago 7, for example. Um, mm, okay. Uh, yeah, movies movies of that nature. But I am oh. uh, looking ahead toward the, uh, toward the Golden Globes in a few weeks. Yeah, it should so perhaps, be interesting. Perhaps, perhaps something that's in contention for that. Maybe we can make our picks the week before. We'll see how we do. So it should be good. All right. Anything else in the world of movies we need to mention that maybe happened? Uh, I'm trying to think. Nothing else kind of jumped out in terms of, you know, release date changes or anything else like that. Uh, no, I think uh, I think most of the changes. There was there was a big cluster of changes a few weeks ago, and I think uh, I think that's kind of died down in the week since because there's not much more to move. Well, and the good thing, too, is that's a good sign that obviously we're not done with the COVID pandemic, but, hey, the less movies get moved, we're seeing some light at the end of the tunnel. And like you said, when we get the new James Bond movie, that's probably a sign that COVID's over. So come quickly, James Bond movie. It'll be great. You know? Yes, I would hope so. Fantastic. Well, Bob, as always, it's fun talking to you about movies, and we'll look forward to next week and uh, see what's out there to review. As always, we appreciate your time. Have a great day, and thanks for checking out The Ohioan. Thank you very much for having me. All right. Bye.